The Writer Files, a member of the Podglomerate Network. I want to mention a great resource for writers, and this month's sponsor, Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow, a DIY manual for the construction of stories. I'll expound later in the show, but the short version is this long-awaited book about the craft of creative writing from New York Times bestselling author Steve Almond sets out to debunk the well-meaning but misguided myths that hold us back from writing our deepest and most honest work. Pick up a copy today of Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow, wherever you buy books, more soon. Greetings, scribes. I have got some exciting news to share. The Writer Files now has an exclusive Patreon community where subscribers will get exclusive access to uncut ad-free interviews, a writer's happy hour, bonus breakdowns, and content from productivity and publishing experts each month. In the meantime, just head over to patreon.com slash thewriterfiles. It's free to join Patreon to get a preview and you can upgrade anytime. That's patreon.com slash thewriterfiles. Help us start something special. This episode of The Writer Files is brought to you by the inspiring team at Author Accelerator. There's never been a better time to get serious about that book idea that's been rattling around in your head. And working with an Author Accelerator book coach is the best way to write forward. Author Accelerator book coaches give writers feedback, deadlines, and step-by-step guidance while you write so that you can actually finish your book. Your book coach will give you the customized tools and blueprints to success that are so often lacking in the traditional publishing world. And if you think book coaching sounds like a gig you'd like to do, many authors and copywriters have the exact skill sets needed to become great book coaches themselves. Author Accelerator offers intensive book coach training and master classes so that you can help other writers reach their goals. Just head over to authoraccelerator.com slash writerfiles for more info and to get a free seven-day writing challenge to start mapping out your own book. That's authoraccelerator.com slash writerfiles. I realized quickly that what they say about 80% of people wanting to write a book really is true. Not that I've done the math on it, but there's a lot (laughs) of parents and teachers and friends from my past that have reached out and they have ideas. And it's one of those things, I think, the idea sits in your brain for so long and it just never goes away until you get it out there. So because of my teaching background, it was just really natural for me to think, well, why not teach people how to do what I've learned how to do? And they can save some time and some angst, hopefully. Greetings, writerly cohort. Welcome back to The Writer Files. I am your humble host, Kelton Reed. And this week, the best-selling children's author and publishing coach, Lori Wright, joined me to talk about her mission to help the emotional welfare of kids around the world, how she self-published a bestseller, and tools and resources for writers aspiring to pen their own illustrated children's books. The former kindergarten teacher and mom of three saw an opportunity in the classroom for both parents and educators seeking solutions to get their kids to overcome learned helplessness and undertake simple problem solving. She crowdfunded her first self-published illustrated children's book in 2016, the hugely popular Amazon bestseller, I Can Handle It, and it's now translated into seven languages. The book established her as a childhood mental health authority, even though her background is in education. And since 2016, Lori has gone on to publish 11 kids' books, three of which are bestsellers. Her mindful mantra books are described as quick, simple to read, useful resources for parents and teachers 
that offer a common language to help children self-regulate. Lori has turned her passion for helping other educators and aspiring children's writers into a lucrative coaching business and podcast that both provide tips and tools on how to write, self-publish, and market your book. In this file, Lori and I discussed how 10 years as a kindergarten teacher and mom informs her work, the greatest challenge she's faced self-publishing an illustrated book, why quiet time with books is so important for young readers, the new age of self-publishing and the barriers to entry for traditionally publishing kids' books, how she turned her self-publishing know-how into entrepreneurial ventures, why children's authors face so much self-doubt, and advice and free resources for authors dreaming about writing their own illustrated children's books. And please do me a huge favor. If you want to support this show and pop over to survey.libsyn.com slash writerfiles, fill out that short seven question survey. It's like the easiest multiple choice you'll ever do. So we can learn a little bit more about you, our audience. That's survey.libsyn, spelled L-I-B-S-Y-N, dot com slash writer files survey dot libsyn dot com slash writer files it's simple it helps a lot and that link is in the show notes i thank you ahead of time stay tuned the writer files is brought to you by my friends at copyblogger.com words that work build your online authority with powerfully effective content marketing get superior content marketing education so you can build a remarkable online presence. Authors, bloggers, journalists, online publishers, and entrepreneurs, head over to copyblogger.com to learn more. That's copyblogger.com. And if you're a fan of The Writer Files, please click subscribe to automatically see new interviews as soon as they're published, and leave us a rating or a review over on Apple Podcasts to help other writers find us. All right, welcome back to The Writer Files. We are back today with a special guest. I've got children's author and publishing coach Lori Wright is joining us today to uh, rap about all things uh, writing and kids' books related. And thanks for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here, Kelton. Yeah, so I'm inspired by your story and uh, kind of interested to hear the background of how, how you... Um, became this best-selling children's author in such a short amount of time and, and kind of your mission, as you put it, to improve the mental health and emotional welfare of children uh, one book at a time. And, and, you know, I think as I was kind of looking things over and, and I love your transparency, just kind of about the process and um, kind of your background, where you came from, you know, you don't come from a, a mental uh, health background. Um, but you are a mom of three. So let's talk a little bit about kind of roll back um, as we do the clock a bit to, you know, just kind of where you started. Cause now you've written what, 11 books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's been, a, it's only been what a few years, right? Yeah. I published the first one in September, 2016. So three years. Yeah. That's really exciting. <laughs> so let's first maybe talk about what inspired you to, you know, kind of dream up the, you know, just the idea of these mindful mantras, because I want to say that the concept behind it is seemingly simple, but there must've been some quite a bit of thought on your part, you know, having, having had kids and, and 
as you say, you know, I admitted to you before we started rolling that I have a six-year-old. <laughs> you and <admitted>. you said, <laughs> uh, "Sorry." <laughs> your 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 response was, uh, "Then you get it, <laughs> right? You right. get it. Anybody with young kids that will admit to having young kids." Um, sure. So I, I started out with lots of young kids because I was a kindergarten teacher. So I taught for 10 years. I've actually been out of the classroom now for, for 10 years, but while I was teaching before I had my own kids, there was this progression over the years of a term that educators and maybe some parents call learned helplessness. And so the, the kids were coming to me each year less and less able to handle their own problems. And we're not talking world peace here. We're talking, you know, getting a shoe on the right foot, getting their snow. I told you I'm in Canada. I admitted that I was in Canada. Um, <laughs> no pants are a thing here starting in September and four-year-old struggle. But over the years, you know, fewer and fewer students could even attempt to solve any of these, you know, somewhat seemingly um, easy problems themselves. So a good example that I use a lot is, you know, a broken pencil or pencil crayon, they would just sit there, they wouldn't try to sharpen it, they wouldn't ask for help, they wouldn't get a new one, they would sit there. And so it was disturbing to me having, you know, taught four and five year olds for 10 years. And I went home one day and wrote the first draft of I can handle it. But that was, let's say 2007. Ish. So just prior to the Kindle being released and the advent sort of of this new age of self-publishing. And so the quick Google search, you know, <laughs> how do I get pub published, uh, didn't bring back much. It's all It was all at that time really traditional publishing and all that. And I didn't have time or really the inclination to pursue it. So it just sat in my computer. Life went on. I got married. I had my three kids. And I was a stay-at-home mom for eight years when I started feeling really restless and not creatively fulfilled, not, you know, my brain was melting into mush basically is how I felt. <laughs> and, you know, so you start exploring and reaching out and trying to find yourself again. And I remembered the book that I had written. And so I was, I had a really great group of supportive moms. We were sort of in a well, we were in a Facebook mastermind group together. And so I had started learning sort of the possibilities of the online world and how much had changed while I was momming for eight years and the yeah. opportunities that were out there. And, you know, with a few clicks of a button, you can join a group, you can take a course, you could do all these things that seemed new and exciting to me. And I started learning everything that I could about self-publishing. And what held me back the most, to be honest with you, was the whole illustration thing, because I cannot draw. So that yeah. was what was my biggest barrier in the beginning. But once I got over that, uh, you know, it was fun and exciting and addictive. And fast forward, I have 11 books out. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's, it's really a great story. And I think that, that the piece about you being a kindergarten teacher for, for t a decade is is an is an interesting one. My mom was a kindergarten teacher for much of her life, and I know that you know she you know when she spends time with my daughter, um, has a very different you know kind of yes. 
a very different mindset and a very different kind of demeanor with her than yes than her I sometimes ha- hapless parents. Well, and as parents, we're so harried. Like there's so much that we have to do and on our minds, and so we try to rush. I think a lot of what's happening every day, day to day. So we rush getting ready for school. We rush dinner prep and snack prep and all that. And it's all opportunities that kids could be using to learn and problem solve and try new things. And it's not important how successful they are really and how capable they are. It's more the the trying. And that was where the book ideas were born was that trying. They have to try. And then I had so much fodder for so many more books as I had my own kids and they grew. (laughs) You know, I'm the mom with the pen and the notebook at the swimming pool. (laughs) You know, my kids are crying and flailing and it's okay, honey. And I'm writing down things at the side of the pool. I think every one of my book has something about swimming in it. (laughs) That's funny. Earlier in the show, I mentioned an invaluable resource for writers. Truth is the arrow. Mercy is the bow a DIY manual for the construction of stories based on three decades of writing, failing, and trying again. Author Steve Almond is a beloved professor at Harvard and Wesleyan and the acclaimed New York Times bestseller of 12 books of fiction and nonfiction. And in Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow, Steve employs the radical empathy he displayed as a co-host of the Dear Sugars podcast with Cheryl Strayed, where they explored the joys and trials of storytelling to explode myths that hold us back from writing our deepest and truest work. The book includes chapters on plot, character, and chronology, but travels far beyond the earnest intentions of most craft books. It also includes writing prompts to generate new work. Pulitzer Prize-winning author Richard Russo called it one of the best books on writing he's ever read, and also the funniest. Pick up a copy of Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow, a DIY manual for the construction of stories wherever you buy books, and add it to your TBR today. And just a quick aside to revisit the exclusive Writer Files Patreon community where subscribers get access to uncut ad-free interviews, a writer's happy hour, bonus breakdowns, and a lot more. I know that for serious writers, it can be more distracting than ever to cut through the noise, stay productive, and home in on what's happening in the publishing industry. Over eight years, we've provided a looking glass into the habits of professional writers and publishing industry insiders. And as your humble host, I've decided to launch a membership-based Patreon for serious scribes to cut through the noise, swap tips and tricks, and hang out with like-minded peers. Just head over to patreon.com slash thewriterfiles for bonus writing resources, monthly episode breakdowns, writer's happy hour, a community of your peers, ad-free episodes, and more. It's free to join to get a preview, and you can upgrade anytime. That's patreon.com slash thewriterfiles. Help us start something cool and special. Keep calm and write on. Yeah, I mean, the write what you know piece is obviously very apparent there. But, you know, I was thinking, you know, as as a parent, you know, we we often have these ideas for like a kid's book or a children's book because I think, you know, as you said, well, life hasn't gotten any simpler <laughs> since the advent of the internet. Um but, you know, in that in those harried moments, or at least in this crazy time in history, I want to say when we're, we're more distracted than ever and and, you know, bombarded with all this information all the time that it seems like the last great refuge from all of that, you know, craziness is really sitting with a child and having a quiet moment to get into a picture book, don't you think? Well, I, it's a priority in my house. <laughs> 
yeah. as a kindergarten teacher and just having the three kids, we we spend time every day looking at books. And I love I love going to the library and they're all desperate for as many as they can. And they they read in the car on the way home. They don't want to get out of the car. And, you know, they all bring their books to the couch and they love it, which is not to say that that's all we do or anything. But they still beg me for video games all the time, too. Um, yeah. But it's super important, I think. So I think that should definitely never be overlooked yeah that time oh yeah absolutely and i think at least a refuge from well i mean not only the the bonding piece and of course reading is fundamental as i say but um just the uh you know the the refuge from screen time and that yeah um unfortunate the unfortunate side effects of too much of that yeah but um yeah go so going back to then the illustration piece so how did you find then an illustrator for your first book. And, and I know, I mean, that's a bestseller and, um, continues to be, I guess it's been translated into what six or seven languages now. Um, I'm speaking directly about, I can handle it, which is a great, a great title. Thanks. I feel like what really helps with the books is the repetition. So I of course has some reviews saying she says the same thing on every page, but that's what gets it stuck in their brains. And it works. So, yeah, I've had a lot of feedback that it, I used kid language. So when you talk about parents wanting to write maybe for kids or teachers, like your mom could probably do some great books. Mm-hmm. Um, if you use those no, words. Wait, no, then, no, she could not. I'm just kidding. She, oh. she probably could. <laughs> I'm just kidding, mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you can sit with a notebook in your bed and watch your mom and your daughter yeah. and see what goes okay. on. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Um so I don't remember where I first found out about Fiverr. I, I don't know mm-hmm. if it was a, an online post or it was something. And I thought, wait, there's a, you know, this is a thing where you can find people and pay them freelance style. And it opened my mind. And so um, I don't know if anybody's maybe not familiar with Fiverr. It's just uh, a freelance site and they there's people on there that offer their services. And so there's a you know a lot to wade through. There's a lot of vetting to do. But I really mm-hmm. lucked out, especially when you hear some of the horror stories. I really lucked out with my illustrator. And it's a simple style, which is what I wanted. And she's fantastic to work with. She's done nine books for me. And it's been really great. And we're, we're speaking of... Anna Santos. Yes. Yeah. 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 Great stuff. Absolutely. So um, that's fortuitous, and uh, and you know, I guess on Fiverr, you know, not everything costs five dollars. Yeah. Um, on Fiverr, freelancers offer lots of different services at different tiers, and so on and so forth. And there's a, actually, I think now a um, there's like a professional tier for five, or there's a I, yeah associate tier or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't, I think I've I haven't seen that. poked around too much on that, but that's cool. So you, so you found someone you really liked and, and that's been really successful for you. So I think, you know, just getting into kind of the, maybe the business side of it, you know, as a, as a self-published author, um, who's had so much success with, with children's books, I'm sure that there are listeners that have had these same ideas and these same inklings. Like how do you, you know, because I think, isn't there something to be said about that barrier to entry for traditionally publishing kids' books, isn't that a really high, high, high barrier to entry? Isn't it really tough these days? Yeah, I think so. I, I honestly, once I found out what was entailed with traditional publishing, I never even contemplated it. 
So I don't have personal experience as far as timelines and how um, hard it is to get published. But anecdotally from people online, it seems really hard, (laughs) really hard. Just an exercise in frustration, I think. Well, I shouldn't say that. That's going to offend people, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't think so. I hope Um, not, but... I know a lot of people, well, that's mean, the only way, right? That's how they still think that, but I don't. But I think, yeah, but I think especially for kids' books and illustrated kids' books, I mean, I'm not talking about maybe young adult stuff. Of course, I don't know, but um, right, anecdotally, it does seem to be a pretty pretty tough these days to yeah. traditionally publish. I mean, you have to be, you have to have an in or have, you know, it seems like there are more and more books in that realm are published by celebrities or um, you know, very well known. Yes, like the series. Robert Bunch has no no problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Well, I guess we'll hear from the audience if they want to share uh, their experiences with that. If they've if they've tried to publish a kids' book tr- uh, through traditional, at least an illustrated children's book. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, let's talk about um, kind of some of the tools and resources that you talk about and and offer. Um, you do have this great podcast um, over Thanks. at The Writer's Way. And of course, I will point at your homepage there, which is lauriewriter.com. And it's spelled L-A-U-R-I-E. Writer is W-R-I-G-H-T-E-R.com. So let's talk some about kind of some of those resources that you offer for not, I mean, obviously not only parents and teachers, which I think is pretty, pretty cool. But yeah, let's talk about maybe some of the resources you also offer for writers. Sure. So what happened was once I started being brave enough a few years ago to talk about, you know, I've, I've written this book and I've, and I've published it because it was a really scary thing to start talking about it. Once I started talking about it, people started messaging me and stopping me while I was out shopping, you know, at the grocery store, friends of mine how did you do it? Can I pick your brain? Can I buy you coffee? And so I I realized quickly that what they say about 80% of people wanting to write a book really is true. Not that I've done the math on it, but there's a lot (laughs) of parents and teachers and friends from my past that have reached out and they have ideas. And it's one of those things, I think the idea sits in your brain for so long and it just never goes away until you get it out there. So because of my teaching background, it was just really natural for me to think, well, why not? teach people how to do what I've learned how to do. And they can save some time and some angst, hopefully, by uh, learning from me. So I do offer a variety of things. I offer the basic, you know, how to self-publish. So what I do is take people through the writing and editing, how to find an illustrator, some options anyway, and how to work with them. And then the actual publishing on Amazon process. Um, I always think sort of about money. Because when I was starting, I had no, I didn't have a job. I I had no funds. I didn't really want to spend family funds on doing this project when I didn't know how it would turn out. I actually ran two Kickstarters for my first two books. So I talk about that a little bit too, just in case people want that as an option. But I'm always thinking if you can't afford an editor, that doesn't mean you're dead in the water. You know, there's other options. And I've actually hooked up with some editors to offer to people to help them. So I offer that how to publish, but then I realized a lot of people struggle on the other side of the publishing process with getting sales. And so you have that brief 24-hour period of, I did it, I published, here's my book. And then that 
that sink to the bottom of crap. Now, now what do I do? And how am I going <laughs> to sell this? And do I want to sell this? And is that good enough mm-hmm. just to publish it? Right. And so generally speaking, it's not, even if people say I'm, I'm not in it to make money, I just wanted to have it done. It's a really nice feeling to actually sell your book. So I run courses to help people with that. When you start learning in free groups online, you realize there's so much and it's hard to organize and it's hard to know where to start and it's hard to know what's the most important thing. So I try from my experience to walk people through what's the most important which is getting the metadata right and getting the book descriptions right, and then how to run ads on Amazon, all the way to how to grow an email list and what to send out, which people are very reluctant to do, by the way, (laughs) is what I've seen. And a lot of people just want to work with me one-on-one. They prefer to work at their own speed and just have that one-on-one attention. And so I do that as well. Yeah, yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. That's really cool to see because, yeah, I mean, do you, do you personally consider yourself a, uh, an entrepreneur? I do for sure. Yep. Yeah. 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 And really, you know, kind of as part of your mission is to kind of help those writers to you know, create a strong book business, which, you know, is in and of itself, as you noted, a startup really kind of getting those goes off the ground. So that's, that's inspiring. Oh, I'm glad you think so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, I I don't know where you want to go from here because, you know, we could talk more about the books themselves. Are you, um, are you planning to just continually self-publish um have you had any interest from you know i know you you've sold foreign rights and and have you had have you gotten any any interest from traditional publishing i haven't heard from any american traditional publishers so i've i have seven foreign contracts and those are traditional publishers in those other countries so that was an interesting learning experience um i got you know, they approached my agent. I have a foreign agent just to handle all that because I don't feel like I have capacity to do that. But so they approach right. her. She reaches out to me with their offers. Um, there's an advance. So that was interesting. There's a different advance amount, you know, offered. And a lot of it depends on the country from my experience. So wealthier countries will offer more. And then you get paid once a year the royalties after you earn out that advance. So that's obviously different than when you do it yourself. And so this all happened for the first time last year. So I haven't actually got those payouts yet. So this coming March-ish, you know, fingers crossed, I'll be getting seven payouts. And they actually, some of them actually aren't, now that I say that, they're not even published. 
So they have 18 months after they pay me the advance to actually produce the books. And Mm -hmm. the Korean publisher was super fast and they're all out and they've been out for quite a while. (laughs) And interesting. Yeah, it is. And so I've got some books in Korean and Chinese and do you get to keep uh, i mean do they do they send you um galleys of the book to to proof and you're like no they don't let me actually yeah now that i say that (laughs) i do get a pdf proof of it but i mean i don't know what it says so i have to trust (laughs) them on that but they part of the contract is i get six six copies of each so and then i get them and now i have a pile of them (laughs) i'm not really sure what to do with them because they're they're great to look at, but I have six copies. I have 24 books in Icelandic that are very <laughs> neat, but I don't, you know, I don't know what to do with them. So, so yeah. that's something, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So next up for me is I, you know, I never thought of myself as a fantastic writer. I definitely have learned some skills, but I feel like I had this great idea because I knew children so well. Uh, I know four and five-year-olds very well and junior high kids. Uh, are a mystery to me, but uh, Hmm. four and five-year-olds I know really well. And so that's where the book ideas came from. And now I feel almost a little bit tapped out for a little while. I have lots of business ideas, but not as many book ideas. But because of Hmm. my consulting, I meet with authors. And last spring, I met with an author whose book just brought me to tears. It was so good. She's a spoken word artist. And so she spoke it for me and it was so moving. Hmm. So I, I, I said, okay, so in the future, I really wanted to publish other people and you know, your book's really moving me, you know, why not take a chance? And she said, I don't want to do this myself. So I'll take a hmm. chance on you. So I actually created a publishing company for other people as well. And so that's coming Her but one book is out and the next one should be out in the next few weeks. And it's, it's a very exciting. So you know, when you talk about a startup and being an entrepreneur, for sure, that's happening for me right now. And I love it. It's, it's so much to learn, but it's really, it's really interesting. That's cool. So where do you want to uh, point listeners to, to find these great resources and, and kind of connect with you? Is, is your homepage, lauriwriter.com, the best place to do that? Did I, you have, I know there's I, some other places out there that we'll link to. And of course, I'll drop that one in the show notes. Yeah. But did you want to mention, mention another uh, a place to connect with you. Yeah. So if people follow the URL, lauriwritemedia.com, that's my link tree, which has everything that I could jam in there. So it's my Facebook, yeah. my Instagram, my Twitter, my LinkedIn, my courses, all that stuff. Absolutely. So, but my webpage is great too. Cool. Cool. And um, I'll drop a link to your Facebook. You're at Laurie Wright Author. You're on YouTube, Laurie Wright on YouTube. Some great stuff there. And Laurie Writer on Twitter. Uh, of course, I will link to that. And um, yeah, you want to talk a little bit about um, this podcast that you're presently working on and, and publishing? I know there's some great resources in in, in there. And, and you're what, at like 50, almost 50 shows now? I think so. I think so. Yeah, that's been another learning experience. <laughs> Why not do a podcast, huh. right? Um, I don't have a great voice like you do. You have a great podcasting voice, but oh, um, you. <laughs> you're welcome. I've I've learned a lot. What happened was, there's a lot of self-doubt for for authors, um, specifically children's authors. I'm sure it is for everybody, but that's just who I deal with. And I wanted to celebrate those people who have pushed through that uncomfortable feeling and the self-doubt and all that stuff and just celebrate them. So the podcast started out really as you know motivation and inspiration for other children's authors that, look, this person did it. 
they're a mom or they're a teacher or they're a dad, they're a grandpa, they're a grandma. They did it. They're out the other side. They're telling their advice and their stories. And the purpose really was just to motivate and inspire. So um, it's evolved a little bit. Like I've I did one episode on how to find an illustrator and some free marketing ideas. And I'm hoping in November to do some story prompt ideas as a, a nod to NaNoWriMo. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that oh, people, cool. will, yeah, I don't know uh, that people will write 30 children's books in the month, but <laughs> I figured that would be about the 50,000 words. And so the prompts, I just think it's fun. You know, I'm totally the mom watching my kids and writing everything down. So I get tons of ideas from from them. So I'm going to share some ideas from my own kids. And, you know, if a book comes out of it from somebody, I think that's that'll be really fun. Yeah, I think the podcast is is a great idea for authors. And coming to it, you know, I think it's a little bit challenging. As you said, you know, it's, I think it's hard, especially as a writer, yeah. to, well, I don't know, maybe translate translate something interesting about writing to audio. Because really, <laughs> who, wants to, who really wants to listen to people talk about writing? But here we are. But here we are. Um, and there's some fantastic <laughs> other podcasts out there that I personally love listening to. So anytime I'm in the car yeah. for a long time, it's usually when I listen, but... There's so much great information out there. And apparently this is the way we're going to consume it moving forward. Yeah. I mean, I have heard it said, you know, that maybe podcasting is the new blogging or whatever. Yeah. But um, I think we're so busy, right? So you can put it on and do your workout or do your housework or go for a walk. So absolutely. Well, what what would you say to writers thinking about starting a podcast? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I'm one of those people who jumps in and learns a year later, you know, what I ought to be doing. So I don't know how well it's worked out for me, but it's fun. I'd say maybe go on some first and maybe take a course on it first because I did not do that. And uh, I mean, you can do it. And so if you're really doing it, you know, back to that hole, are you doing it just because it's on your bucket list and you want to get something out there or do you actually want listeners and do you want to grow your reach? So if you're just doing it for yourself, then it's really not that difficult. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of moving parts. And I think um, the barrier to entry is lower, obviously, because it's, it's pretty easy to um, jump on a, you know, jump on now a, a platform that will just syndicate for you. There's a lot to think about. um, And I think maybe, maybe that would be a a whole other episode. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, before we wrap up, do you want to leave listeners of this show any advice on, I, you know, I'm just imagining that there, like me, are a lot of parents, especially who've, who've imagined, you know, writing a, a kid's book. But from Genesis to, you know, as you mentioned, all, all these other moving parts, yeah. especially the marketing piece. And, and if you're yeah. planning to self-publish, you want to do it right yes. um, so that it, so that people actually find it. So, um, yeah, what would your advice be to someone who's just kind of, you know, has that that dream, but, you know, hasn't made really any uh, any moves to to uh, move forward on that? I think it's definitely worth it. And it's not just, you know, quote unquote writers who ought to be writing. I think as parents, we have uh, a bird's eye view of what's going on in our children's minds and their lives and their worlds. And there's a ton of hot topics right now. So there's a lot of potential. But if you're willing to slow down a little bit and maybe do some research and, and see what kinds of children's books are selling well, you know, if that is important to you, 
I do have actually a free course, uh, Sucky or Stupendous, because a lot of people are nervous about their ideas. So like you said, they have an idea, but where are they going to go? So I just teach people to use the the ABSR and look for a familiar, or not a familiar, but a comparable book to their idea yeah. to see if it's selling well or not. So that's um, at creativewriter.com, which is where I house my my courses. But so slow down a little bit, do a little bit of research, but then definitely go for it because there's so much potential and going for it really changed my life. You know, I can't even think about going back to teaching now. Plus I'm old, I'm old and I'm cranky, so I couldn't teach kids. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's really cool to see. And of course I will drop a link to creative writer, writer is spelled W-R-I-G-H-T-E-R.com in the show notes. And there you can find that free course and also another course there titled profitable picture books, a 30 day action plan. So we will uh, definitely drop it in the show notes. Thanks for taking time to wrap with us a little bit about this really, really inspiring journey that you're on and, and congrats on all the successes that you're having. Thank you. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thank you very much for joining us for this episode of The Writer Files. And if you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe to the show. Leave us a rating or a review to help other writers find us. You can always leave us a comment or a question and visit the entire archives at writerfiles.fm. And you can always chat with me on Twitter at Kelton Reed. Cheers. Talk to you next week. Bye.